We're back from the weekend on Locked On Coyotes as we get to a lot to discuss. Arizona takes a loss to the Minnesota Wild in Minnesota. We're going to break this game down, see what we thought about this game. But also, Logan Cooley and the University of Minnesota took a visit right here in Arizona at Mullet Arena. We're going to take a look into those games as well on this episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlock right beside me on today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. I want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. And of course, for our local listeners, we're also found on the KPNX 12 News app. We got a great show for you guys on today's episode. We are breaking down Arizona's 4-3 to loss to the Minnesota Wild. Uh, as well as taking a look at the Minnesota versus ASU games that also happened over the weekend, you know, you know, Thanksgiving weekend, you got two big things coming up. That was a big, that was, that was a fun fun thing. We're not going to get to that though yet. Let's talk about Minnesota versus um, Arizona. Interesting that Arizona was in Minnesota to face the wild, but Minnesota was here in Arizona to face the Sun Devils. But, I mean, it was an Arizona-Minnesota weekend. What can we say? Yeah. Uh, we get three straight days of Arizona-Minnesota hockey uh, <laughs> on the collegiate and professional level, which I'm sure the people of Minnesota would really appreciate. Absolutely, you know. But you know, we'll go ahead and start off with the the Coyotes game. You know, we are the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Um, there's still some relevant things on the other side, but we'll talk about this first because. Four to three, four to three, the final score. Um, and it wasn't a good game, but you know, Arizona had a couple of good looks. I mean, they had a decent resurgence at the end, but in the end of the at the end of the day, though, you know, four three, I think does not really give this game much justice and actually when when actually understanding what it really was. Yeah, definitely. Um as, as we've talked about a lot. The design factor for most Coyotes games is whether or not their opponent takes them seriously. You could tell the Wild were taking the Coyotes seriously from like the start when they put in Mark Andre Fleury uh, as their starting goaltender. Like mm-hmm. going with your number one is definitely a sign we're like, hey, we're not going to let the Coyotes do some crazy, not spoiler because it's not the end of the year, but like spoiler type shenanigans on us. Yeah, you know, those are um th- those are the things too like you know, when you see a team like come out in that way, it's just like okay. You know, they're taking this team seriously. Plus, I think teams are starting to do that more so with the Coyotes given Arizona has 7 wins at this point in the season versus at this point last season, what do they have? 3? Yeah. And I think 
it also should be noted the Minnesota Wild are not doing well. They're not a team that can afford to take any game for granted. Mm-hmm. Uh, before going into this game, I think they only had three points more than the Coyotes despite playing in one more game. And, I mean, they definitely handily beat the Coyotes, but the score was also 4-3, so they may want to take a look in the mirror and be like, hey, why was this not a more definitive loss? Yeah, because they, win? they they let Arizona almost come back. Like, yeah. what was it, like 4-1, to one, right, until like the last half of the third period? Oh, the last, like, fourth of the third period. Like, Lawson Krause got the Coyotes on the board with the – or got the Coyotes their second goal at 16-42. So, like, that is not a strong finish by the Minnesota Wild. Like, two goals in, like, less than four minutes uh, to finish a game. Like, if the Coyotes were anywhere near, like, competent, that could be worrying. Oh, yeah. Right, like, and you know, like, if we we're talking about a team that this is like competent, but a team that overall has talent, right? And, yes. I, and I, you know, it's not to put a knock against the, you know, the players that we've discussed and the players that look good, but if we look at, you know, on paper, you know, it is a very not talented team. <laughs> so it's yeah. just like, okay, yeah, you really got to understand where, you know, where we're all coming from here. Yeah, and and I mean, like, I thought the Coyotes played very well for a team that was up against a Minnesota team that was trying and, like, significantly trying. Like, the Coyotes surprised me in a lot of ways. Like, not only coming back to get within one, but, like, just in general play, the Minnesota weren't dominant. Like, I would have expected them to be, especially against a division rival, so... It was it was refreshing to see the Yotes keep it competitive. Absolutely, Arizona once again takes a uh, four to three loss to the Minnesota Wild. Um, you know, it's a loss, but you know, some things we can take out of it as you know, as uh, you know, potential things to learn from, potential things to take out of. But what, what, what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at some of the stats too, because there are some important stats from this game. I think we can definitely learn from. And we're going to do that in, in just a moment. I do want to let everyone know today's episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and Pakistan spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off the award winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security for greater peace of mind this holiday season. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report. In an emergency, 24/7 professional monitoring agents use fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify if a threat is real to get the priority police response. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. Arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust system settings. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that I recommend. Get 50% off your new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/lockedonnhl. This is their biggest discount of the year, so do not wait. 
Once again, that is simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Well, let's go ahead and move move things on on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. As we discuss Arizona's 4-3 loss to the Minnesota Wild on Sunday. Um, Carl, let's take a look at the goal scorers. You mentioned Lawson Kraus. You know, he was the one that got, you know, that, you know, that goal um in you know that that six that you know, around the 16 ish minute mark of the yep. um of the game but you know that just means hey there were two other goal scorers in this game um and i think we have to highlight those two because you know jj Mosier continuing to be you know freaking you know awesome in his first couple years as an arizona coyote and nick schmaltz who's still fresh back from an injury yeah uh there's a lot to talk about for all three of those. Uh, Lawson Kraus gets his 10th goal of the season, which is phenomenal for a player who like, <laughs> did we talk about his snake bitten season with desert dog cast? Or was that like, not that year, but I, I believe we like, we talked about it to it. I'm trying to think actually. No. Um, uh, it was in my for it, it was in um I had just taken over right here on Locked On Coyotes. Yes, um, yes. And I had you on as a guest several times to talk about Snake Bit and Loss and Kraus. But it's like, how bad do we feel about this kid? The fact that like he takes so many shots and he's got so many good chances, but he hits the post every single time. And it felt so bad for him. And, but it feels like that was a long time ago because I had to think about that. I was like, when was that? And it was only that, not that long ago. And if, but because of where he's come from, it feels like forever ago. Yeah. I mean, like 10 goals already, like he is phenomenal. And like, he definitely is a player who gets a lot of empty netters. I think he has three already on the season, but that says a lot about like where Bear thinks he should be deployed, like how comfortable he is in those final seconds of the game. But he has been like just dominant five on five lately, and it's mm-hmm. been amazing to watch. It's but we really also awesome. need to talk about yeah, yeah. Go ahead. we also need to talk about like Nick Schmaltz three goals in three games. Like that's a phenomenal yeah. return to the NHL and JJ Moser with his third goal. I don't know why like teams keep letting him alone, like in front of the net. It's insane. It's like the Coyotes lost this game, but there is a lot to appreciate about it. Absolutely. I want to say one more thing too about Lawson Kraus. And it's the fact that like a lot of people were kind of, doubting his contract value right you know he was getting paid he's getting paid over four million dollars and um and some people was like is that too much because you know was there was the last year of fluke and i think that you know this contract very might might have been that motivation for him it's like hey you know i actually am worth this this amount i'm gonna prove it to everybody i mean they settled on four million (laughs) Right, like, as far as we're to, like, believe in the actual room just before arbitration began. So, Kraus wanted more. Like, there's no way the Coyotes gave him exactly what he wanted. He no. wanted more. Well, and I think the thing the, is the term that we were, we were looking at when it comes to arbitration was one year. 
Kraus wanted a lot yeah. more because he wanted a little more security for a one-year contract. So they were able to negotiate a little bit more on, what was it, th three years? Uh, let me pull it up. Either way, though, like if you're negotiating with the team, the player wants more money. They want more term. They want more everything. Um, so like he definitely thought that he was worth more. Um, for me, uh, the thing I that I kind so. of, yeah, five years. Wow. Five years, 4.3. And he's going to look like a steal if he keeps continuing to be this player. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to look like a steal. And I think that's awesome to see. I, I'm like, I really love it for him that he's playing this well, um, and is proving his worth. Yeah. And then some, and it's not just like the goal scoring. He is a very physical player. He's a penalty killer. He is defensively sound. He's like the total package. He's a good Bill Armstrong player. Like he is what I think Bill Armstrong wants to have as the template for this team in a lot of ways. Because he is drafting like the bigger players, like the heavier players, but players who he hopes can have skill. What I love overall is seeing how the impact players here are players that we see as like core and future, you know, difference makers for the Coyotes. Because, you know, Lawson Kraus and what, how he did and you know, what we're looking at now under a five-year contract. You know, yep. Nick Schmaltz, who is definitely, you know, within the Arizona Coyotes leadership. Um, you know, um, Talked about JJ Mosier, if you know a future young defenseman, and he's still looking really looking really good now. We can see what he can do in a couple of years. Um, and then obviously, you know, the kid who got two assists of the night in Matias Michelli. Like, yeah. It just that that if this if there was a showing of you know what the uh, you know, we obviously would have liked to see Clayton Keller a little bit more in there, but um I mean he had what one assist? Yeah, he had one assist. So he still wasn't like like I wouldn't say impact, but he did make it, you know, he was a part part of the game. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely made that difference. Um, but that tells you something, right? You know, those are the players that you want to see do something. Yeah. Like I'm sure the Coyotes would be happy if they were for a four three loss, no matter who was scoring. But if it was like Zach Cassian, uh Josh Brown and uh, I can't even think of someone else. Uh, but like that, Cassian gets two goals. Let's say that. Yeah. Uh, like that. That's not exactly like long term success for the Coyotes. Uh, the the players who are getting on the offense are players who you could expect to be around for the next three years and that's what you want like especially a player like Mosier who I I really do think that so much of the Coyotes defense depends on Mosier right now just based on how he's progressing and how everyone else kind of isn't progressing absolutely you know I, I I'm excited like you know I think seeing like this should make any Coyotes fan excited you know for the future of the team yeah, definitely. How could you not be excited when, like, even the players who didn't show up on the score sheet, I thought had good games. Like, Val Mackey, I thought had a really good, like, game. Uh, 
McBain looked really good for like long stretches of this game and has been like an established NHL player. Like even in losses, you're seeing players take the right steps forward. Shane got this bear, even though he probably will, could get very well get traded because, you know, trade bait. Um, I mean, he got an assist too, like, you know, but he's also, you know, based off his age, you know, like if they decide to keep him around, you very well could make an impact. Yeah. Uh, or you could do like a trade and resign. Like the Coyotes well, have done it with players before. And I think that's the thing that was also discussed at one point too, I think with other the media coyotes media and it's like yeah you know you know there's very well likely a case where a couple players i think god's could be one of those get traded by the deadline and then like you know, just kind of you know help fulfill like a team get you know make a playoff push but because of the way they were treated in arizona and i like, kind of got the god chance got their shot and you know had a good time playing for arizona it's gonna come back to arizona like we're at this point in you know in the franchise where it it yeah, it seems like it seems awesome that, that that's the case. Yeah, I mean, the Coyotes definitely took a lot of chances on players, and from everything we can tell, they treat the players right. They know that they need to just respect the fact <laughs> that these players are in a tough situation with the arena. They're not necessarily playing where they want to be. Like they have like a massive road trip. So you got to treat the players right every other way you can. And like, it would be great if Gustav Bear was like, Hey, the Coyotes traded me, but they helped me revitalize my career. I want to be with them, especially as they like start to get out of the rebuild because you know, we're entering year three. Coyotes aren't going to be great, but they will hopefully be better. And, you know, if Gossip Spirit wants to stick around for that year, one after, that could be like a really good opportunity for him as well. Absolutely. Speaking of the future of the Arizona Coyotes, a lot of Arizona Coyotes fans got a chance to take a look at one Logan Cooley as the University of Minnesota came to Mold Arena to visit the Arizona State Sun Devils. We're going to talk about those games and some really cool things that were seen over the weekend on those two games in just a moment. We, you know, obviously we're going to get through all of those um, and more on this episode of the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. It's where you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at Bet Online. And if you like sports podcasts, it's where you can get those as well. They are all over Bet Online. We have got the latest and fastest and easiest way to get your betting information. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Well, I do want to thank everyone once again for making On Coyotes your first listen today. For your second listen, be sure to check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter most, the biggest stories in sports go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with global experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today is available on this app, on YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. 
Now let's go ahead and move on, Carl. We're you know we we're you know wrapped up talking about Arizona's four to three loss to the Arizona Coyotes, but now let's talk about another Minnesota versus Arizona, and that is University of Minnesota versus Arizona State, as that happened on Friday and Saturday at the Mullet Arena, um, where it was a battle of Josh Stone versus Logan Cooley, future. Of the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was a lot of other players involved, but for the sake of Coyotes fans, Don and Cooley were the number one draw. And the teams uh, split the series. Minnesota won 3-2 one game, and then ASU 6-5 the next. 6-5 so... in overtime, too, I believe, which is huge because... You know, we're talking about University of Minnesota here. They're a top five program in the nation, and Arizona State was able to do that, what they did in that comeback on, uh, not comeback, but on that upset win on uh, on Saturday night. But a lot of really cool things to see out of that out of that weekend. Like I, like we said, Logan Cooley was a big ticket. There's a reason why, Carl, tickets were going for over $200 for those weekend games. Uh, I I tried to get a ticket. I really thought about it, and it was forty dollars for the cheapest ticket. And I have paid less for Coyotes games uh, than seeing a Minnesota ASU hockey game. Like that was just kind of insane. Yeah, like it. Like obviously, when I saw it, you know, I think it was before a last minute drop. So. I was looking at tickets for 200 bucks and I was like, mm, I can't do that. <laughs> um, I mean, even like, like 200 to 440, like those are insane. Like I remember going to ACHA ASU games and it was like $10, bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in- but that, but that tells you though, with the awesome amount of growing the game here in Arizona, right? The fact that, you know, Arizona hockey has gotten to the point when which, you know, a lot of fans are going out to watch the college team. And, you know, that's awesome. And he, everyone, you know, a lot of a lot of, a lot of listeners know I am no fan of Arizona State. I am an alumni of Arizona. So, like, it hurts me any time to say anything good about Arizona State. But what they're doing with the hockey program is awesome. Yes. Absolutely. And uh, as no fan of U of A, it would still be nice if they got an NCAA program, if they continue to add like college hockey, because one of the things that I was looking at at the uh, Coyotes wild game was like University of Minnesota players, because uh, I think the broadcast mentioned that Travis Boyd was uh, on the team there. Mm-hmm. And I looked, and it was Boyd and Bukestad on a team that had, I think, had four other NHL players. I would love if ASU became a program that had like four NHL players, like on one year's roster. That would be just insane growth, and it just kind of shows how much a, like Arizona hockey continues to develop. Absolutely, and um. And it just it's it's really cool to see in that sense, but it's also really cool to see the future of the Coyotes among other teams. You know, University of Minnesota coming to to Mold Arena, give that chance of to be able to see Logan Cooley, as I mentioned, um, and Cooley just really proving to 
his own fans in Arizona a very good reason why he was the best player to pick at the t- in the draft. You, you got to talk about what Cooley did. Uh, I'll, I'll let you say it, um, it but I'll, I'm, I'm teeing it up right there for you. Go ahead. Okay. So Cooley had a very good weekend. Um, he had three assists. Uh, I believe two of them primary, one of them secondary, uh, which is great. Uh, and he also scored a lacrosse goal, uh, which is just phenomenal. His also first time in Mold Arena. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like the Michigan. But uh, he scored the lacrosse-style goal, the Michigan goal, whatever you want to call it, in his first time in Mold Arena. Just a beautiful statement of what he is as a prospect and how skilled he is and to do it in front of an Arizona crowd, I think is the cool thing. You know, the fact Absolutely. that Arizona got a chance to see is like, look, this kid is the real deal. Um, and now like you're like, like this might've been the only chance that you get a chance to see, um, to see Logan Cooley, but they got an absolute glimpse of what he will be when he finally, and then some, when he finally comes to Arizona. I mean, I can only imagine if you are one of the people who got to see Logan Cooley play in Arizona in his college years, that is phenomenal. Like you should hold that in your like hockey heart as being a great, like, uh, Unfortunately, we're past we're we're past the days of keeping your ticket stubs because digital tickets. Yeah. But um, if you have anything from that weekend that you can hold on to, hold on to it because that will be a memorable weekend if you were there. Yeah. And I, I do feel we also should give Josh Stone his due. Uh, two primary assists in the second game, definitely like. You know, not a bad weekend for him either. Um, and the team he captained won the second game. So Cooley had a phenomenal weekend. Doan had a also really good weekend. Like if he had scored a Michigan, it would be all the sweeter. But, you know, still good time and good for him to like captain his team to a win. Absolutely. And not only that, too, and I will say, too, you know, the fact that we're only talking the Arizona prospects here, right? Yeah. What we're not, what what we're like, uh, you know, obviously we are the Locked On Coyotes podcast. We for so we focus on the Coyotes prospects, but there was more talent there, like as you know, as NHL level prospects, than we can even imagine. Like, like the game winning goal for on Saturday for Arizona State came from a Detroit Red Wings prospect. That's also a lot yeah. to mention. Um, I believe Matthew, you know, Matthew Nyes, a, Tor- a Toronto Maple Leafs prospect, plays for Minnesota. Like a future Coyotes prospect after the checker trade plays <laughs> for Minnesota. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, 100%. But yes, like you look at that, like the that weekend. Friday and Saturday was just filled with so much NHL level talent that like, like I said, not just if you're a Coyotes fan, but if you're a hockey fan in general, you're doing what you can to remember that weekend. Yeah. I mean, 
let's let's put it this way like how much lower would you say that game was compared to an ahl game maybe not all that much no like i would definitely give the edge to any ahl team over an ncaa team but and here's another thing too and i don't like and i'll i'll say this too carl um that weekend unfortunately like I, I say it in a good way in a good way and a bad way in, in some ways um because like we're talking sell out crowds here at Mold arena um and even up to stand you know getting to standing room only for some right yep and that as compared to a tucson roadrunners game which they're having a hard time getting half full yeah I mean, the Roadrunners aren't necessarily doing great right now. And I think ASU, like, they're in their honeymoon <coughs> period with that arena, first and foremost. But they're also just a very exciting team to watch. And this game especially was, like, a major draw, especially for Arizona. Like, I don't, uh, I don't see how you can be a person who cares about hockey in Arizona – in any level and not want to see logan cooley play like i want to see logan cooley play even if he wasn't a coyotes prospect i would still want to see logan cooley play yeah absolutely because he was one one of the most sought after prospects in the last draft like like even if the coyotes drafted you know shane wright or um like matthew savoy or some other name like Logan Cooley's name still would ring some kind of like, oh crap, this guy's good. Let's go watch him. Yep. We would still have seen like just a Logan Cooley package. And it's all the better that he is a Coyotes prospect. All the better. Uh man, and I'm sure he's glad he got a chance to be a part of that that part of the atmosphere to feel what it's like. Oh yeah. I mean, like for him, it's also, I can only imagine like being like him skating onto the ice and be like, I'm going to dominate this place like three years from now, two years from now. This is going to be my home, like getting the chance to see it early on. And but it's going to be a short term home for him because then the Ted becomes yeah. a thing. Yeah, but he is definitely going to see. He's going to own Tempe. He's going to absolutely yeah. own Tempe. <laughs> he is gonna walk onto into any bar on mill avenue and someone will buy him a drink 100 percent, 100 percent. when he is of legal <laughs> drinking age i just want to make sure that's clear uh because he is still not legal to drink but eventually no. when he is a coyote he will be able to get a free drink anywhere on mill avenue 100 percent. any final thoughts you want to share before we close things off i uh, just that the future is bright oh it is absolutely bright already um and if, if not be sure to check out a, 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 a asu game you know, you know any other prospect games you know try to do what you can to follow follow these guys because the future there is in the coyotes is not that far away <laughs> no it's not anyways though that's gonna be it for today's episode of the locked on coyotes podcast if you like what you heard don't forget to leave a review to like comment subscribe if you have yet to already 
where we are available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash locked on coyotes, on Instagram at locked on coyotes, and on Twitter at LO underscore coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Carl Pavlock is at Carl Pavlock FFH. Interact with us as a question that you might have. We may answer right back or on a future episode of the Locked on Coyotes podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.